doing it hot, Chichi. Happy New Year 2024. Mayor's office back on air. 2-4. Two, Two, Two legit. Four. Do you remember too legit to quit? Too legit to quit. Yeah, that was uh, MC Hammer. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Yeah, that was good. Oh, my. I love MC Hammer. Hey, how about, boy, the, how about Bat Boy for Oakland, right? Oakland? Yeah, yeah, Bat Boy for Oakland, yeah. Legit. What were we going to say? Dude, how about how about the last day of uh the last day of um of the year was 12323. Three. It won't happen again for another 100 years. Oh, and I missed that. 123123. Wow. Isn't that cool? 123123. Cool. I yeah. always love that stuff. Yeah, I know. Me too, dude. Me too. Do you know do you know okay, listen to this. My just out of nowhere. Jess's Aunt Lois, her, her green aunt on her yeah. dad's side, was a numerologist, dude. Like, was a what? A numerologist. So there's different types of psychics. This is a true story. There's different types of psychics. Some, uh, you know, they see things, they hear, yeah. whatever. She was a like a psychic through numbers, like certified. Like the, right. we have a book upstairs where she was like one of the top uh certified numerologist and numbers mean like everything meant everything yeah, i know pretty crazy well no, dude numbers meant everything like you even go back to the bible the number like 14 7 that's why 11 you know all yeah. that stuff means. Well, we're starting deep in 2024 this is it's no- true though it's true dude uh, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool though. i love that yeah what'd you do for new year's by the way well i was uh not much sarah and i were just <laughs> hanging out we're yeah. watching this new show mm-hmm it's not new. I think it's been on, but the Lawman Bass Reeves on Paramount. You watching that? I will. What is Dude, it? Dude, it's it's good. It's good. It's it's that Taylor Sheridan again, the guy that did Yellowstone. Oh, he's got another show. He's got forty eight shows on TV right now, but <laughs> but it, it's actually it's actually really good. It's like it's like eighteen sixty nine. Uh, you know, it just goes back to like those times, dude. It's like you it, love those times. That's well, like it just brings game. you back. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe you. talk. Speaking of numerologists, maybe. <laughs> oh wait, you froze on me. You know what I mean, like, wait, you froze on me. Maybe what? You froze right there. All right, now I'm. All right, you got. Let's me? do it again. I think all it was. Right. I think it was me. Go. I was doing. Where, where, where should I go, Bassman? Yeah, keep talking about that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, like 1869, dude. I feel like. I feel like my spirit, uh, you know, I was reincarnated. Oh. Back then, I was like the sheriff or something. I was lawman Sean Casey. <laughs> Sean Casey, law like <laughs> sheriff Sean Casey. I was like sheriff Sean right? Casey. But dude, you know what? You know what you realize when you watch this show? Mm-hmm. There were no laws, dude. So you have oh, like yeah. you have the lawman Bass Reeves. This guy comes to town. I'm like, all right, let's kill him. Yeah, it was like what? To a fight back then, yeah. just shoot you. You just. It was the Wild Wild West. That's what they called it. That I, dude, I love. Remember, uh, what was it? Young Guns, dude? The Young Guns movie. Oh man, great movie. Two of my favorites. Two of my favorites. Wyatt Herb. Wyatt Herb. Wyatt Herb. Or, wait, or, or, so, no, Tombstone, dude. Tombstone. Dude, Tombstone. Dude, forget that's not. Dude, that's I'm your Huckleberry. Val Kilmer's character in that, bro. T- it might be my number one favorite character of all time. I'm not kidding. Yeah. What was what was his name again? What there was Wyatt Earp. There was uh, I'm come on, he was Doc uh, Holiday. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday. Clean it up. You always say to him, clean it up. Clean it up. Nobody comes back. That's when he's like, I'm your, I'm your Huckleberry. How about uh? When I think like, he might have had a drinking problem though. I think his liver shut oh, down at the he, end. Yeah, his liver shut down big time, and he had polio or whatever. <clears> yeah. Not back then. 
Imagine like you just let's not go too far into this. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you what I was gonna what I did on the New Year's. Yeah, what'd you do? Well, I want to tell you really quick. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Fit, I watched Lawman Bass Reeves. This is what I was saying. Law, oh, okay. Watched Lawman Bass Reeves, <laughs> and then I was gonna go to bed, and then my son Andrew came over mm. at like ten forty-five. So I'm like, he's only home for another couple more days. So I'm like, I gotta stay up with him. So anyway, I stay up about eleven thirty. He's like, Dad, I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna go. You know, he's gonna pick up you know, a couple people at a party. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm going to bed. So I go upstairs, I'm laying in bed at like 1145, about to go to bed. And, I'm, and I look at Sarah, I'm like, let's grind it out for 16 more minutes. All right. <laughs> so we stayed up. Stayed she up. stayed up. I text my kids and went to bed like 1210. I was sawing logs. Nice. Dude. What'd you guys do? Billy Joel, UBS Arena, Long Island, dude. Unbelievable. Dude, that's a New Year's. It was a New Year's. And Jess, I got to give her credit. She's so good at getting tickets and stuff. <laughs> Yo, Billy, oh, I'm not. I'm not going to say my secret. Does she have the connections, Jess? Uh, well, she's about to. Well, yeah. dude, there's summer concerts at at City Field. Green, you want to see Green Day this summer? We might go do that. Yeah, I'll beat her. Uh, they, <laughs> I'll be, dude, there's there's tons of uh, fighters. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I love the food fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that when we get closer to summer. But uh, she got tickets in this area. Where there, I, we have a secret about going to Billy Joel concerts, and I'm not, we're not, we don't give away because we don't want anybody to know about it. But it's, it's a certain area where you get certain seats. Dude, this arena is freaking 18 minutes without traffic from our house. The seats she got and where she got the parking, you know, concert ends, he's standing, waving goodbye. We walked outside, got to our car. And we're the first car out of the parking lot on New what? Year's Eve. You didn't hit any, no traffic. Without, from the second the last note played to when we walked in the house, 28 minutes, dude. Oh, my God. From a concert. That's incredible. Billy Joel, right. New Year's on Long Island. Sold out. Oh, absolutely sold out. It was nuts. He's great, man. He's so Dude, great. I don't ever, ever. <laughs> and one more time ever stayed till the last song Yo, you I, don't, t- I took my daughter to taylor swift i said we're leaving you i go find out the playlist uh-huh. we're gonna go I'm, I'm gonna have to take out a second mortgage to go but we're gonna go <laughs> but yeah. i need to know when that third to the last song hits we're out of here that's the you deal that stress you get that that's the deal so dude we're out we were the first car you know we were we were gone <laughs> but i don't ever stay to the last song dude that's that's incredible unless it's pearl jam well, of course. Well, yeah, and then you're going to have You're going to hang out yeah, afterwards, you know? Hey, we're hanging out with Pete Corriale in a few weeks, dude. Let's go, Pete. Get ready, baby. We got second uh, row, Chinch. I know, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, dude. Paramount, dude. Corriale's the best. He's the best. Dude, he's doing well, man. Those tickets aren't cheap these days. I'm proud I of him. I know. Hey, Pete, well, ne- next time we'll call him, or, you know, yeah. next time we got to call him the favor. Like, when he starts touring with Maniscalco, we'll be like, hey, listen, oh, bro, we need uh, yeah. four seats. Yeah, Good ones, too. There you go. Um, all right. Anyway, so we do have baseball news. Well, not the greatest baseball news for one future Hall of Famer. Dude, Big Poppy, first of all, congratulations. He's about to have another kid. However, Big Poppy, gender reveal, Sean. You played with this guy. He's a pretty good hitter. Yeah. He swung and missed on the gender <laughs> reveal ball. Luckily, they had a whole setup where they just still popped the thing. I believe it was a boy. It was blue. Dude. Dude, your boy. That's your boy. Talk to your boy right now. Pop. I just want to say, bro, let's go. First off, congratulations. That's incredible. Another boy. But second off, 
you are now like the guys on the uh you know the on the on the uh social media yeah. where the you know the guy falls over the wife yeah. tosses him one he freaking misses it lands on the ground doesn't break people are like what the hell's going on here now big poppy one of the greatest left-handed hitters cooperstown takes a full hack and almost goes down <laughs> i said it to you last night Dude, oh, he swings and misses talk about this lesson tomorrow. <laughs> did you see what happened poppy swings and misses yeah. and then the confetti comes flying out and he, he like he didn't chase the ball to pretend like it's almost like he was trying to like we got the video, Poppy. We saw. Yeah. Well, he, he picked it fell down too. He took one of those like Poppy hacks. We yeah, he, dude, he, his back. I think his, his lower a C four, C five neck, and then his L one, L two transverse process is broke, <laughs> dude. Sweet. And then he went and grabbed the ball. I think he soft tossed it to himself. Took another rip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pop, congratulations on the baby. Get yourself in the cages as soon as you can. Get off that tee, you know, for the next kid. Make sure you're down and through the ball, brother. Down and through the ball. For the next kid, make sure you're down and through the ball. That, that can mean a couple different things, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's, let's, yeah, let's get away from there, Chinch. Yeah, <laughs> um, all right, speaking of uh, staying with the Red Sox team, they got rid of a guy who didn't fully work out there. But now he's going to Atlanta, and that's Chris Sale. It's a very interesting move, and I don't hate it for the Braves. I think it was – I don't hate it for either team because mm. I don't think it was really – I don't think it ever really fully worked out for Sale in Boston, not for lack of effort. I think just more for injury. But what's your take on this guy? Well, you know, I think obviously if Sale comes back – I mean, he came back last year, and he's when he's been healthy, he has pitched well. Um, had some ups and downs, but I think Alex Anthopoulos sees, you know, so when, when did he get, he got Tommy John surgery in 2020, mm-hmm. had the rib cage fracture, right wrist during 2022. He's really been banged up. Yeah. He totaled just 11 starts from 20 to 22. So he's, he's been banged up. He posted a 4.30 ERA over 20 starts. He's mm-hmm. been on the show with stress fractures. Yeah. yeah. So last year he got 20 starts. Had a 3.92 ERA in the nine starts he made after returning from the IL in August. I think that's what they're looking at. Yeah, it's that number right there. 3.92 nine starts. I mean, Sales got electric stuff. Doesn't have to be the man in 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 Atlanta to kind of just settle into that rotation, you know, hide in the background, but also be a big cog. So that could be a this could be a big move for the Braves, obviously in that rotation. But I think they gave up a great player in Vaughn Grissom. You I mean, like this that. kid's an absolute stud. Yeah, he's an absolute stud. Um, they really had just had no no spot for him. They just couldn't find a spot for him at the end of the day. This guy's a big time leader too. Um, you know, I think uh, I think that's a, it was a good pickup for both teams. I think this is going to be something yeah. that works out in both ways, and it could at the end of the day work out for the uh, for the Red Sox in the long run. Grissom's yeah. number seven prospect in 2022, but was up there a lot of the year last year. Um, this kid is just a good, good man. It, uh, in two, th- in the Red Sox give up Grissom regular playing time. The 22 year old infielder who hit 330 with a 921 OPS for AAA last past mm. season. He's currently playing in Puerto Rico. <clears throat> He's going to play a, probably a little left field there. But and and they also say about him, you're not going to find a better human being. Anthopolis said. Mm-hmm. The makeup's as good as it gets. He's a high-energy guy who makes people around him better. So don't sleep on this name that's kind of thrown in. We know Sale's going to Braves, but Vaughn Grissom, this kid can hit, and he's a stud athlete, and he's a big dude, 
and obviously he's a leader. So this could be a trade in the long run. Sales 34, Grissom's in his early 20s. This could be a trade you look back and go, wow, turned out to be a good one for the Red Sox. Good analysis. Good deep dive right there. I like that. Yeah. All right, let's stick with this kind of theme. There's another guy out there. You mentioned it this morning, and I was like, yes, because I've been reading about him too. Dude, J.D. Martinez is out there. Yeah. There's a, there are teams that are very interested in him, specifically the Mets and the Angels. Yep. Like, dude, I didn't realize how strong of a season this guy had last year. 113 games in, in a, right. a 35 years old. He hit 33 home runs. Drove yeah, and how many how many games? 113 games? 113 games. He, had, he was 271, 321, 572 slash line. And his hard hit rate shit, whatever you guys yeah. do with that stuff, was big time. Like one of the one of the best in the league. And, and you say he had over 30 home runs. He hit 33 home runs in 113 games with okay. 103 runs. Dude, and in L.A., dude. I'm just saying. Mm. That is not a great place to hit homers. So you're putting up those kind of numbers. Somebody out there who lands J.D. Martinez, and I know you know Arizona's been talking about him and a couple other teams, but right. this guy's a stud. He knows how to hit. He's a guy that's going to hit forever. He's like, like a big poppy kind of guy. I really mm -hmm. feel that way. Like, Big Poppy was still on top at the end of his career. Right. J.D. Martinez is just a guy. He's not going to play the field for you. With the DH being league-wide now in both leagues, he brings so much value. Those numbers you just said, 113 games, over 30 home runs, almost a 900 OPS. I mean, this, guy's a, this guy is still a formidable threat, a game-changing bat. So J.D. Martinez not getting a ton of love, like maybe in the media, but like right. when you look at those numbers, you go – no, the GMs are on that. They're not over just overlooking that. Also, Chinchy, also a guy like Justin Turner, dude. Yes. I got a chance to see there. him firsthand a couple times. Um, this year when we, you know, was with the Yankees, we played the Red Sox twice. Bro, still has one of the slowest oh, heartbeats in the game, still goes to right center with authority, doesn't strike out, puts together a great at bat. Like the ultimate professional. If you're gonna talk about yeah. the ultimate professional in baseball right now. Justin Turner pops up, man. The guy is yeah. just a winner. <clears throat> he uh, can DH, still play a little third base. Teammates always love him. Like and he's teammates always love like him. Right great, in the middle yeah. of the mix with great teammates. So that's another guy I see, and I go, man, Justin Turner's like, I know we're talking Bellinger, and that's the big one right now, and maybe right. a little Matt Chapman. Right. But who's going to be a nice sign, guys, you know? The two guys we just mentioned, yeah. And you're going to get him a little – you're definitely going to get him cheaper somehow than than – the other two guys you just mentioned here's turner's numbers last year quiet justin turner numbers yeah. 276 23 bombs 96 ribbies right one doubles and a 345 on base percentage for a guy who slugs like dude that's what i'm good, saying man. now it's yeah it's interesting dude i would get how about you could get both of those guys for the price that uh people are talking about for bellinger well uh, close i oh, mean dude 70 percent of it like well what I agree, dude. And what what about a guy like Reese Hoskins sitting out there? How about that? Yeah. I mean, Reese Hoskins, you know, was out last year with the ACL, but dude, yeah. this guy was a stud for the Phillies all those years. And I almost feel like getting better with age. So mm -hmm. he's sitting out there. Solaire's sitting out there with uh mm -hmm. put up some you know big numbers. Uh Teoscar Hernandez yeah. has more left in the tank, dude. I mean, you go back to the Blue Jays, Teoscar Hernandez. He was okay in Seattle, but right. with Toronto. 
This guy's one of the best home run guys out there. Adam Duvall, mm -hmm. you know, RBI mm -hmm. machine out there. So there's still some good players sitting there. My man, Harrison Bader, Michael yeah. Taylor, who were just, <clears throat> you talk about game-changing uh, center fielders. I mean, those guys are game-changing center fielders. They can change the game just on their defense alone. So there's some good players sitting out there, bro. There are, but it's time to sign, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, hopefully today there's some action. I I'd have to think after the first of the year, these teams are going to start, you know, locking down to some of these guys and really go really, really start putting some, uh, putting some uh, contracts together and getting these metal, guys, metal. you know, yeah. I also too, do you see Jock Peterson is a big name? I don't know. You know, obviously it, it, it says the blue Jays that makes sense because right. Brandon belt was a nice fit for them last year at DH. I mean, belt almost had, uh, you know, mid range, 800 OPS. Uh, he was really good. So, I mean, I mean, right. you got, Jock Peterson sitting out there. You still got Brandon Belt out there. Yeah, um, there's still some good good players, dude. It's not just Bellinger. I mean, there's some players I out agree. there that are, that are putting up some numbers. Yeah, I think if you're creative, you can. I, I, also, that's the thing. Like again, there's they're not bank breakers, so you can maybe right. all of all the go, those guys you just named, you get like two of them, and you can plug holes in the lineup big time. If what would the Mets look like with JD Martinez in between? Uh, uh, the polar bear and uh, the, uh, the shortstop. I'm yeah, Lindor. Lindor. <laughs> that would be a great sign, dude. JD that? Martin. That'd be great. Or, what about, or a, what about a, for them? What about a Justin Turner back to the Mets to finish it off where yes. where, where he started? You know? Man. Well, he yeah. began in Baltimore, then went oh, to the Mets. True. But you know, he oh, started with the Mets. Made a name for himself, dude. It's an, Justin Turner's an incredible story as far as like goes to the Mets, Orioles, then to the Mets, kind of scuffles. Doesn't do that well. Changed his and swing, right? Changed his swing, swing, dude. Yeah, changed his swing. Was like, it a leg kick, I think. In the offseason. Yeah. No, not not really a leg kick. Just yeah, more of more of like slower movement forward, you know, just getting through the baseball, but slow, you know, and just and and, and catching the ball out front. He was like, I gotta mm. catch the ball out front more. Change his career because he started getting the ball in the air a little more. Right. But you know, dude, I just like I said, man, when you play against Justin Turner to, to a man, yeah. all the guys that are in this league, when you when you play against Justin Turner, you're like, wow, he's going to put together a great at bat. Uh -huh. He's going to battle his butt off. Like I said, man, that, that's going to be a great sign for somebody, like a sneaky yeah. good sign. Wait, like I, you said, I, you're going to get value. You're going to get right. value from these right. guys. If you don't have $200 million to pay Bellinger, which I don't know how many teams are in it. I mean, I really think it's the Cubs are the bidding against themselves maybe at this mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. Or the Giants, right. but at the end of the day, um, you know, do you want that? You know, Bellinger. The thing about Bellinger is he's young, mm -hmm. and he and he's got a, a track record. But it's, these guys have track records are a little older, but you can get still big value for them with the numbers they're putting up. I like that. Oh, I just came across a really cool quote from Justin Turner about his swing. This is cool. This is good from a, a swing doctor like yourself. This person says, "Do you see hitting?" as more of an art or more of a science? Here's his answer. I want to get your reaction to this. From Turner, honestly, I think it's both. When you're talking about the mechanics of the swing and a position you're trying to get in, there is definitely science involved. You need to understand how your body works or if you're working with someone else, understanding how their body works in order to get into the best position to have constant, uh, consistent success. Then when you're in a box, you have that cat and mouse game with the pitcher you're going to face three or four times. How is he going to attack you? How is he going to approach you? That's more of an art of hitting.
What you, what's your take on Dude, that? Dude, what a great answer. What a great answer because I think the science of hitting is what he said. You have to get your body. You have to do the – here's the thing. you got to do the reps. You know, this is a skill. Mm-hmm. And anything that's a skill, you got to put in the time. you got to put in the discipline. You have to make sure that you're showing up every single day to make that skill so good that when you get in the box – and this is why these guys are big leaguers – when you get in the box, now – the art form of the cat and mouse competition, one-on-one. He's on an island. He stands alone. You stand alone. Your reps of skill, your reps of discipline, your reps showing up for yourself, getting in that confidence cage, building all the mental skills you need to get in that box. Now you're ready to compete. Now I got to say, what am I doing here? I got to push them up, push them out. You know, a lot of times in the, in, the, in the big leagues, you know, that inside pitch, is not a great pitch to hit. The one that's in, you know, the black in. Mm. You know, and so I would say, guys, hey, let that one go until maybe two strikes when you can fight. Or the one that leaks over the plate that's middle in, that's mm. out over the plate, that's a good one to drive. But a lot of times at the big league level, you got to push a guy up and push him out. Make sure your vision's out over the plate. Make sure your direction is the opposite field gap. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to hit it there. But directionally, your path wants to be there and sets up there. So then you have that thought process. Yes, yes, yes. I'm swinging till my eyes tell me no. I'm hunting the fastball, right, out over the plate. Anything that comes up with a, with a, with a hump on it early is probably a breaking ball up. The changeup out of his hands, you're looking for, you're looking for everything up in that area. So you got to have patience. You got to have discipline. And you got to have confidence, right? And you also have to think to yourself, I was saying this the other day, and this is a good, this is a good way to kind of wrap a bow around this. Right. You know, we were talking about Breakthrough Pro. The first week in Breakthrough Pro, we talk about gratitude. And everyone, you know, we, we, you know, the biggest thing about gratitude in the brain is fear lives in the amygdala. Gratitude lives in the prefrontal cortex. In your brain, the brain can't process both at the same time. So you're either going to live in one or the other, right? In baseball, when it's such a game of failure, you got to find a way to get to that prefrontal cortex or the fear of failure, the fear of the crowd, the fear of the elements, it'll overwhelm you. So these guys work, and they may not understand the science behind it, but they work hard to get to that prefrontal cortex. Hmm. So I think back to this. There's a big study now out on athletes about gratitude. and they, What they found was athletes that are grateful are more resilient. And why this is important is this, Chinch. You've played and you understand this thought process of having fear in the box when you struggle and you mm-hmm. don't feel confident and all that stuff. So the resiliency means when you're resilient and you're, and you're grateful and it brings resiliency, you look, at, you look at things in the box or things in life as opportunities. And I go back to Bryce Harper's big three-run home run a couple years ago, and they asked him, hey, Bryce, what was it about – that three-run home run, what were you thinking when you were going up to the box? And you know, you know what he said? He goes, you know what? As I was walking up the box, I just thought how grateful I am for this opportunity. Huh. How grateful I am I'm in this situation. And then there he goes out and performs. Because gratitude means no matter what. So whether you get a home run or you punch out, if you look at life and, and, and baseball in that moment as an opportunity, your chances of success go way up. Hmm. Right. And so that's that's a huge part of this. So you talk about the art of the mind games, the art of the mental toughness, the art of the battle, one on one battle mentally. Man, I tell you what, if you show up in gratitude, 
The research says, now we go back to science. The science says you are a more resilient athlete. You are a more resilient human mm. when you show up in gratitude. Thus, things become opportunities and not, not circumstances where you're scared. Because right. think of the difference. If it's an opportunity, oh, man, bases loaded, game on the line. Thank you so much. This is absolutely incredible that I get this chance to hit in front of 45,000 people. I get a chance to go one-on-one. I get a chance to showcase my skills, the eye-hand coordination that I have, that I practice on my own night in, night, night in and night out, right? As opposed to, oh, my God, 40,000 people. Yeah. I hope I don't strike out. Yeah. I hope I don't look bad. I hope I don't uh, swing and miss at a changeup. I hope I get a hit here. It's over, Johnny. It's over, <laughs> right? So at the end of the day, that gratitude doesn't just build joy and peacefulness and compassion, all that stuff that you have when you get that, that feeling of thankfulness. It also builds resiliency. Interesting. And when you are resilient, you are dangerous. Yeah. You are it goes, dangerous. It goes for defense. That's amazing. It goes for defense too, right? Like, don't, I don't, I can't make an error on this play. You're going to make an error on that play. Guaranteed. And the ball's you coming. You are no hitters. You are no hitters. Dude, dude be, you probably, dude, I remember when Justin Verlander, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. First no hitter. I remember towards the end of that game thinking to myself, hit the ball to me. Hit the ball to me. If you hit me the next nine balls, Justin Verlander is going to have a no hitter. Yes. Like in the seventh, I'm like, hit every ball to me. This is over. That's and nice. it's a great feeling to have. But, but I tell you what, you only get to that feeling by, Every day during BP, I'm taking 65, 70 balls, right. 20 to my right, 20 to my left, 20 at me. I'm doing 10 throws every day. I'm working on coming off the base. I'm working on the, the throw from behind. I'm working on all that stuff. So the confidence I had in myself as a defender, when a situation comes up where history's on the line and your buddy Justin Verler is on the mound about to make history and you're saying, hey, hit the ball to me because if you do, you're going to get this no hitter. It's a cool place to be. It's a great place to feel. Yeah, it is. I love it. I love it. And by the way, we're sponsored by breakthrough pro all week long this week. And we're going to have the, uh, I'm going to have, uh, the code to, to subscribe to it in, in our, uh, little blurb, uh, yes. the video and audio link. So click on it. Yes. Even if you, you heard Sean talk about it, but you take, click on it and learn about it and join it. Well, dude, you know what you know what it is? It's also the it's like it's mental health stuff, mental health yeah. stuff, mental toughness stuff, whatever you want to call it, whatever the whatever the category is. It's great stuff, man, and it's and, and I'm excited about it. And I'd love some of our listeners to go check out the link and sign up and join us uh, coming next uh, January seventh. We launch. Do it. Stu's gonna join. Look, Stu. 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 Love it. <laughs> oh, he's oh he's attacking. Yeah, <laughs> attacking. Stu's All attacking. Right, so let's uh let's end on a high note. You're start we're starting 2024. Very excited. We got our gratitude, ass. baby. Gratitude. We're we're we're, ta we're talking with resilience yeah. and we're talking with joy and all that stuff. Change 2024 mayor's office to the moon, baby. Let's go. And by the way, the, here's your new year's resolutions, everybody. Hit the like and subscribe buttons. Yes. The mayor's office, for Christ's sake. We, we know 80% of you aren't doing that. So we're just saying the 80-20 rule. Let's flip it. We don't want 20% not, 20% hitting, 80% not. We want 80% hitting subscribe, download. 20% don't. Yeah, you think we're doing this for our health? I'm worried. No, look how sick I am. You see my nose is all red and everything. We grind this out every day for you people. At least you can do is give a little back so we can pay for these expensive Pete Coriali tickets. <laughs> Christ's sake. 
Corielli, we need some we need some tickets, bro. Mayor's <laughs> office is grinding. We 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 don't have a sponsor yet. We're working nice. on it. All right, bro. All right, Gigi. Hey, great man. Great show today, bro. I yeah. love you. What do you got going on today, Annie? I'm just sitting here with Stu's attacking me right now. <laughs> uh, doing a little football stuff, man. A lot of NFL action. Crazy. Oh, dude. Bills and, and dude, dude, really quick. Yeah, go, go, go. What about the games last game. night? We forgot to touch on that. Sick games. Both just games saying. were awesome. Dude, Michigan Both. figuring it out. No T. That was incredible. And also, dude, I hate to say it, bro. The, I know FSU was mad they didn't get in and all that stuff, but they got lost 63-3 to to Georgia. I know. Hey, it, it always plays out. It plays yeah, out. I mean, like, you can't you can't win in that in that whole concept of that. Because they're like, right. oh, it should expand to 10 teams. Well, guess what? Then next year, 11 and 12 that don't yeah. make it. Yeah. It's the same kind of just whatever. It's going to be 12 teams next year, right? I think. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're going to wind up. It's going to turn into the NCAA. Basketball. Yeah. 13, 14 will be pissed. Everyone's yeah. going to be pissed. Somebody's <laughs> always going to be pissed. You know? Yeah. What is it? The girl that doesn't get to. Uh, the guy doesn't doesn't get a girl to dance with him at, at, at the high school dance. He's always going to be upset, you know. There's yeah. only fifteen guys, fourteen girls. Exactly. Somebody's Not everyone out. can win, dude. Not everyone can win. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a terrible analogy. Let's. That's understand. terrible, terrible analogy. But I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I got some distracted, Stu. Stu, Stu's in your face. And also, kudos to Washington too, pulling it off against Texas. Dude, at the Washington's end, so. legit. I'm looking forward to that game, man. Hey, by the way, it could be Harbaugh's last game. He could be going to the uh, the pros. What? Yeah. Going where? To the big leagues, dude. To the NFL? Yeah, dude. He he's going to get offered like twenty million dollars a year to go to the NFL. Dude, I bet you. I bet you Michigan would match it. Dude, there's a logic that Michigan is bigger than some NFL. Team. Yeah, dude, yeah. and also Probably too, is. he's dude. He's also impacting kids. Right. And I love what he says to his dad. You say, who's got it better than us? Nobody. Did you see that? <laughs> who's got it better than us? Yeah. Nobody. I love that. Talk about what a great family. Yeah. yeah. Great dude. Nice. All right. All right. All right, bro. I all right you. You. See you tomorrow, brother. I'm just fired up to be back with you. I can talk all day. Too, what the hell's going on? <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year 2024 to the moon. Stu, to the moon, brother. See you tomorrow. <laughs>